Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chose to spend your time anywhere else and you chose to spend it with me. Thank you. I never take that lightly. But before we get into this week's episode, beat drop, please. Yes, yes, it's Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you're in this shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome to the Medicine Ball Podcast, where the goal is to give your brain a six-pack by everyday exercising your mind. And I'm going to tell you exactly what that means. Exercising your mind means actively thinking about and dealing with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. If you're not someone who purposely looks for alternatives as opposed to reacting in ways that require little to no effort, because let's be honest, that's easier. This will first require that you start practicing the idea of looking at things with an unbiased point of view, which in itself will increase your curiosity in life. Now, I already know most people aren't used to this way of thinking, but just like anything you want to get better at, it requires effort, practice, and hard work. Exercising your mind won't give you all the answers. You will, however, begin to live life with more empathy, understanding, while equipping yourself with more options and effective tools to help you navigate this thing called life. Now, before we go any further, I'm no doctor, not a psychologist or psychiatrist. I have, however, been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years. I had some things happen and I got to a point in my life where I was looking at the person I was becoming versus the person who I really wanted to be. And among other things, that required me to look at my mental health responsibly. So, whether or not you're diagnosed or you know someone who's diagnosed or one of the many people who I'm sure can use some tips, tricks, and strategies to, you know, just help you deal with life, you already know. Pull up a seat, kick up your feet. These are just some of my strategies and points of views and things that I took very, very seriously to get to a better place with my mental health and just life in general, all right? So, without no further ado, Season 2, Episode 14, Paralysis by Analysis. Paralysis by analysis, man. We're going to get right into it. Yo, thank you for spending some time with me. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode with Dr. Stephanie again. Thank you very much, Dr. Stephanie, for appearing. We're going to get right into it. So, I'm not going to hold you guys. I know this is a weird like title, but let me let me go ahead and tell you because if you've listened to the show, whether you have or have not, it's always good to go seek information if you're curious about it, but I'm in the battle rap. You know, some of y'all who know me, or even if you don't know me, you just follow me, you could kind of probably get that vibe from me. I'm into battle rap, I'm into rebuttals, and, you know, just witty and all of that. That's one of the things that I found, as I spoke about previously, that's one of the things that, like, really, you know, helped me with my religious pursuit, like, looking at the parables of the Bible and whatnot. But with no further ado, I'm a fan of battle rap, and there's a popular rapper, Murder Mook. And I like, I'm really into it to where I like watch the interviews, the bloggers, the backgrounds, and I know what's going on in the culture. Long story short, <laughs> long story short, man, uh, a very popular rapper, his name is Sue Surf. Shout out to the URL. I guess I'm doing my part in a way. But Sue Surf lost to a legendary rapper, Loaded Lux, and he choked in the battle. There was a lot of stumbles in the battle to the point where like it's a topic of discussion in the battle rap community like right now. All of that to say, Mook was giving the interview and he was talking about how it took like Surf rescheduled. Like, I don't know. Long story short, the guy who choked and everything, Sue Surf against Loaded Luck, Sue Surf had nine months to prepare for this battle. And Murder Mook was like, yo, I think it was just paralysis by analysis, man. I think if he would have just booked the battle and then battled and, uh, you know, within a reasonable amount of time, he'd have been able to get through his bars. So long story short, like, I know there's probably a lot of y'all who don't listen to, know, or who may or may not listen to, know, or care about battle rap. But all of that to say, if you've listened to the podcast or if you have not, again, 
if you're curious about something, you should always seek information. So like they were talking about the choke was because of that. And so me, I went and looked it up. And of course, this is something that's like documented. It's like an actual scientific thing. But because I am a fan of battle rap, I just feel like it wouldn't be right to like not quote out my initial inspiration for even getting into it. Long story short, it's a situation where you're overanalyzing or overthinking a situation. We all do it. I do it. We all do it. And probably like if we're thinking about it way more than we care to admit. And especially with me, with my diagnosis, the way that I can explain it is, I don't know. And again, I'm showing my age, but like, I just remember, like, I think Hot Wheels had this racing car set and it had this little motorized uh, launcher on it. And when you put the little Hot Wheels Mason car through it, it would give it enough momentum to go around the track and make it back to the little launcher and shoot again. That is what racing thoughts are like, especially with me with my diagnosis. So I know with me and really everybody, you have to really be able to control it because it will just run off on you. Like it's like Lamb Chops, the song that'll never end. You got to catch them. And that's, I think, one of the key things while I'm just speaking on it with meditation. People don't understand what the racing thoughts are and that like, yo, you got to actively like control that. But I also look at it as a different way. And you know, because I always try to look at things from multiple points of views, like it's really a distraction from something that you want to overcome. Right. So I think about like, I know a lot of people have fear of needles, but just like think about it, like we've all seen some type of iteration, either in a comic or a little funny or a commercial or something where the baby or, you know, somebody's worried about getting a shot and they're uh, the doctors just might be trying to explain something to them or they might just be working their self up so much and then they're like okay i'm ready and by the time they're ready the doctor's like uh the band-aids on you see what i'm saying I, you, you guys know what i'm talking about i think of it like that like it can also be something that could distract you and we don't want that to happen so with the battle rap what happens is real quick there's three rounds and like if you're somebody who's into lyrics and you might not necessarily like just like the rapping and hip-hop and stuff that's on on the radio Battle rap, like, them guys, and it's weird because they're so lyrical. The stuff they say could be so deep. Like, it could be so... Just to give you an example, my favorite battle rapper it has been for a while is Daylight. And he was battling somebody named uh, Tay Rock. All right? So follow me for the people who don't know battle rap. For the people who know anything about it, y'all like, yo, I know what you're talking about. Daylight and Day Rock, right? Daylight's my favorite. He might have said a line like, I'm like an archaeologist the way I dust rock off. Like, that's so dope to me. His name is Tay Rock, and he's beating him in a battle rap, and he's dusting him off. I'm like an archaeologist. So they say stuff that deep. But long story short, Sue Surf choked. So in the middle of this battle rap, and you got to understand, like, if you don't know about battle rap, but you listen to me, you soon will, because they just got like 113 million, which really, upon research, might be a combined 249 million, the URL, who is the ultimate rap league, to push it by uh, an app that on, that's like Drake has ownership with. So y'all about to hear about it, but long story short, it's so weird because it's like, it doesn't translate well into them like being a mainstream artist, like Wildin' Out, which I'm not going to get into, but a couple of those guys were battle rappers, Hitman, Holla, Conceited, and Charlie Clips. But anyway, Surf choked on this big stage versus this legend, Loaded Lux, and he shouldn't have. He's built for this. This is something that you do, and this is your biggest shot. And you choked. For something you really know how to do. So just from there, I just got to thinking like, man, that's really something like, to be honest with you guys, I'm going through something 
right now. And I was so motivated to do this episode because I'm going through something right now where, you know, I might be going through some paralysis by analysis, but you can only get better by, you know, accepting it, realizing what's going on and seeing how you can address it. You know, even with my beat, if you follow me, LS3, Medicine Ball LS3, as y'all can see, I'm starting to adapt. Y'all like me making the beats and the music. That's what I've started to do. But anyway, um, with the beats, like, I think that my pursuit of mental health and just like understanding situations in life more, increasing my flexibility, helped me so much with beat production because God has blessed me with a talent. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm fired, but just like I'm above average. I know something a little bit about music and music theory. and God has blessed me with that also to work with these programs. So I had enough knowledge, but I would just like, man, I don't know what sound this is to go here. What should I take out? And people don't understand. Like, that's the difference between like an I producer and like somebody who's upper class. It's, it's, it's arrangement of the music. Like you could have every single sound your favorite rapper got in there, but if you can't decide which ones to take out and then once you go from there, when to put ones in, that's how you get a drop. That's how you get a drop or build up in a beat. Like you don't do that by accident. People who make those big buildups in those songs, like you have to do it. And I used to get overanalyzed and just have like 50 sounds up there and just like could not put it together. I was, I was, I was paralysis by analysis even now. And I keep them there today so I can go back and look at them. I have so many projects where I have all the sounds laid out and somewhere within that, if I organize it and don't uh, give myself paralysis, I can make a banger, but I'm learning as y'all are. So life, how can we relate this to life LS3? Well, if you can't tell by now, we all do this paralysis by analysis we all do it and we really do it more than we even probably are aware of, man. Like, even if you're somebody who want to work out and get in shape, once you start thinking like, yo, man, I'm really tired, it's too, you paralyzed. You feel me? Once you get, if you're dealing with somebody who's difficult with, and again, I'm not going to say you all in, but as I say with all my episodes, this is depending on where you at mentally with like being like self-awareness, knowing yourself. Knowing where your base is, what are you basing your principles on? All of this is dependent on it. So when I say like, hey, once you start going down that road, it's over with. I'm not just saying for everybody, but if you're the average person who's just like not exercising your mind in the peanut gallery, those people who might just be listening or not really buying in, like once you start being like, man, I want to exercise, but well, do I really want to lose weight? Well, man, how much is it going to cost to go to the gym? That means I'm like you paralyzed already. Maybe you got that 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 person who you need to set boundaries within a relationship. Like maybe you being a dope person and they like they like really being flagrant. Even with myself, like like okay, I want to be a guy for uh, a, a guy virtuous person or like do things that God approves of. That's not bad. But once you go into well, this person really did this to me. Well, man, really after all I did this, man. I've done nothing but the right thing. And this person just, and it's just paralysis. I'm paralyzed. I can't even make a decision on how to set proper boundaries and get to a better place in, in those situations. I'm sure y'all can relate because you overthinking it. Meanwhile, this person is continuing to doing that behavior. And that's another part of this. That's why this is uh, so dangerous because like, why are you trying to figure out what's going on? Like that person may be strengthening those behaviors. So now it's just even harder to try to set boundaries. If you got a job or a situation where you know you're really not being valued 
once you start thinking like, well, can I really afford to do this? Well, really, I should probably be thankful because they got benefits. And that itself is another topic because everybody has a price. But anyway, paralysis by analysis. But again, as I said earlier, you can look at this one or two ways. And I choose to look at it from the way of maybe this thing that I'm being frightened by, this lesson I may learn, this consequence that may happen. It might be a dope experience. It might not be as bad as it, as I think it is. And I've had plenty of situations where I have thought some like I have a tattoo, right? Like I thought it was going to be so bad in my mind mentally. Like now I get tattooed. Like I got tattoos going down the back of my arm, like the fleshy part. It's like it didn't even it didn't even hurt because like I had paralyzed my way into self. So I know we have all seen some iteration of this video as well where it's a water slide involved and some momentum and either it's that person running up to that water slide and stopping or the person standing there looking apprehensive paralyzed by analysis but occasionally my friend we got to think about those times where life happened and we weren't able to stop ourselves and they slipped down that slope and at the end of those pictures, either like one or two outcomes by the time that person goes down that slide. They either crying because they were frightened and they were devastated or maybe that they were so holding on to the paralysis that they couldn't even enjoy something that was supposed to be enjoyable. Or they're the person who comes up and they're smiling like, yo, that wasn't that bad. How can we or we maybe need to use that to help us to maybe take that steps? And I'm going to leave you with this quote. Perfect is the enemy of good. Yo, think about that. That's a battle rap bar. What you mean? Perfect is the enemy of good. Because see, when you complete something good, at least you completed it. But we all know it's no real perfection or very rarely is there perfection. So you wouldn't even complete it at all. Perfect is the enemy of good. So with that being said, LS3, how are we going to get to a better place? Yeah, I got you. We all do it. But uh, how are we going to get to a better place? Well, I'm going to get to that in this next seg. Uh, before we do that, remember all my social medias, Medicine Ball LS3. And I'm going to leave y'all with a beat. And it's a new beat. I, I, like, I just wanted to offer something to some people who may not be on social media, but they listen to my podcast. I want to let y'all know, you know, I'm, I'm trying to let y'all grow with me, especially those who have followed me along. I'm going to get into that. Uh, how we can, uh, you know, try to overcome this paralysis by analysis. Yo, season two, episode 14, Medicine Ball it is your boy LS3. Check this new beat and we'll get back to you. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, Medicine Ball with your boy LS3. If you're in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome back to Medicine Ball where we exercise your mind and give your brain a six-pack. That's right. Yo, I know that was short, man. I'd had to listen to it. Yo, unfortunately, man, I can't give y'all too much right now because, like, through God's grace, like, the music is starting to pick back up. People is wanting beats and, like, I just know the game. So 
Yo, if y'all want personal beats, holla at me. Like, if you really mess with it, email me and let me know, man. And I will open something up private for the people who, like, really rock with me. And you know what? I'm going to do that. If you listening to this episode, man, send me an email at medicineballls3 at gmail.com or hit me up on Instagram and tell me, yo, I like the beats. And I will open that up to a part of what I'm doing with my website or some type of forum to where I will actually give you sneak peeks. I will have listening session with my Medicine Ball family before I let any type of rappers, anybody who's interested in the beast, check them out, man. I think that's dope. Yo, I'm trying to offer that to y'all. If y'all listening, do that. Reference this show, and I got you, all right? Yo, let's get right back into it. Paralysis by analysis. Yo, y'all already know I gave y'all the slide story. I'm into solutions, so let's get a solution going. So I gave y'all three options here, but if you follow the show, you know it's a... Highly likely there's a bonus point in there that's probably doper than the three options. But uh, solutions, rather. Right, let me give you all these solutions, man. So the first solution, and this is something I've talked about before, but I'm just going to you know expound upon it a little bit more. Man, we got to get out of dualism. And I talked about this in one of my episodes, uh, early episodes, like a book I read, The Art of Tao, Tao Te Ching, to be exact. We got to get rid of dualism. And it's like, again, the brain... It's going to make things convenient. It's going to do its job. It's going to make it comfortable, easy for you. So it's way easier to always think there's just one or two situations out of things. And when you do that, like you really limit yourself, right? And and that's just from like a point of life when dealing with people. But I could take it a step. Uh, I could take it a step further. And like, I don't want to get too much into it because everybody might not necessarily be a business person, but there's like an actual business analysis that you like have steps in it and there's even more than that there's a knowledge comprehension there's more things if you're interested i suggest you or i invite you to go look at it but um options so even on the business aspect it's always good to like start with a lot of options like people always just like casually talk to me and be like yo i want to start a business and i'm like do you got a name where i'm like i can't think of a name and i always tell them which it was rough for me to do it for myself i'll be like man write down every single thing name you could think of every single thing you think you could think of that you may think may not because i want them to have a lot of options and then like i know it sounds corny or it may sound like schoolwork, but like it works you got to start deducting as you go along you write down all them options and then you pick two be like, you made me write down 50 and you made me pick two, man. I'm trying, I'm conditioning your mind to make some firm decisions. You feel me? So, yeah, I know you're like dualism, but remember, I'm having you start with a lot and then go from there into a tightening. Don't just start off with two because you're starting yourself from a limited point of view and then you're going to get paralyzed. You're going to start down that road and you only got those options. No dualism. No dualism. Anytime you start thinking about, like, I always, to myself, what I do is, I just say, yo, it's definitely more than one way to skin a cat. It's more than two ways, more than three ways. Like, I always say that to myself whenever I get in these situations where, like, I'm thinking between either this or that. Those situations do arise, but, like, let's be real. Like, how often is it really, like, this or that? It ain't like every single day is like, yo, live or die. It's like, yo, I maybe want to do the No dualism. Step. Second uh, solution or uh, technique. And like I say this a lot, even like just in common life on my post and everything. And it's really loaded. But don't don't look, don't paralysis by analysis. When I say this, emotions must be removed from decisions. 
and I realized that and I still do. And, and like when I say this stuff so firmly, like it's stuff that I still do. But the difference is like I know that I'm aware like, yo, these are my emotions involved. And so with that, again, I always preface everything by saying it depends on where you at with that. I'm like, yo, I'm going through this right now because I'm being emotional. So I'm that blunt with myself. But you got to remove emotions. If you want to make a logical decision, just start trying it with little stuff and see if it works. Just try to see if it works. Stop removing emotions. The next time you run into something, you like, I really love this. And that's the only thing holding you on. Take that love and fight it and just see what happens. Or like. Or envy. Or or prefer. You, you got it. Emotions and logic don't mix, man. Like, it's scientific behind it. Like, certain endorphins and stuff happens. Your heart rate goes up. Your blood starts moving. Like, you're not slowing. Like... When you watch The Matrix or you watch anything that's really suspenseful, they always use slow-mo because you slow it down the best. When they talk about basketball, they're able to slow it down. Emotions tend to be the opposite of that. Emotions got to be removed, man, if you want to try to get over this paralysis by analysis. Sue Surf, when he was battle rapping, was like, as soon as he did that first choke, he wasn't able to catch himself. Like, man, everybody's going to be on YouTube talking about me. And I'm going to have to. He was, I guarantee you, he was already thinking about his blog rebuttal. Like, yo, I got to stop to say this, man. If you don't watch battle rap, when they're in these rooms, they keep these headsets on. My man left the... the, the My man left the battle so fast. He gave the interview and the interviewer was trolling him. This dude still had the headpiece on. And to be honest with you, I feel like I still heard Smack, who's the host of these battle reps, is still talking in the background. Bro, you can't be giving an interview and talk about you calm and everything and you the left and you still got the mic on your ear. <laughs> Take your emotions out of it, man, all right? Number three, nothing is perfect. I'm going to go back to what I said in the first seg, man. Perfect is the enemy of good. If you strive for perfection, I mean, and again, you got to know where you at if you listen to the show. Like, you know, I'm not talking about go wild with it. It's good to strive for excellence. I think excellence and perfection or and perfect are like synonymous, but not really. And people don't realize that, man. Excellence means like you putting forth, you take pride in something. You feel me? You want to do something, you take pride in you. Excellent. Something you want to stand behind. You want to put your name on. You, you see what I mean? Um, perfection is something with no flaws. And to have flaws is to be human. We ourselves as humans aren't perfect. And again, as I always tell you guys, like this is good for me because as I'm talking to you, I'm talking to myself. But perfection is to have no flaws. And we ourselves as humans, no matter what you believe in or what you what, what you may think, we have flaws. Like whether you have a shorter pinky or that one leg, you can have a, a six pack, but I guarantee you one of your toenails look funny. I guarantee you if you got a guy who who always wears tennis shoes and a guy or a girl and they could be darn near naked, man, ask them what that pinky toe look like. They got to wear, but I'm, I'm just trolling. But my whole thing is, man, you got to take perfection out of it, man. I like to do things in threes, but got a bonus point for y'all man and i was about to say i'm sorry because but i'm not sorry i'm not gonna say sorry for it there's one more thing you could do because when you have paralysis by analysis when you face these situations and these things you want to overcome it's really like quote unquote as they say a leap of faith everybody says that everybody's heard that a leap of faith you're stepping out you're doing something that because to be honest it's the fear of the unknown 
you know, people fear what they don't understand and then they hate what they can't conquer. You got me? But you're stepping out. You're taking a jump. So there is one more thing, a bonus point, And this is, to me, the most important. When you just cannot decide to get over it, you got to jump, man. But you got to have a parachute. This is the fourth thing. Jump, but you can jump only if you have a parachute. What do I mean? My parachute is the big guy. God and his son, Jesus. Let me explain that without, you know, harping on the religion thing. Like, if I'm living in a way, and I already talked about the, the how I feel about religion, so I'm not going to get into it again, but just like, I'm going after something that's patterned after some good. So if I'm living the way that God says in the Bible, that Jesus tells us in his parables, like, at that point, when you pattern yourself after that, when your foundation is built on that, when you really instill yourself in that, your decisions will be based off of that. And if you're living that way, you could take these jumps. When you really get right and you're coming from a foundation and a solid background and principles of something that is truly good and to try to do things in the most positive, righteous, virtuous way, being a kind person, having some grace. And it just gets to a point where you like, you got to make a decision. You could take a jump because you have a parachute. That is the bonus point, man. Keep you a parachute. Because ultimately, and I'm like I said, I'm talking to myself as well. I'm not perfect. I'm, le I'm learning every day. But ultimately, it's like, if you pattern yourself after something that is all good, therefore the way you have been dealing with whatever situation, it could be a job, a relationship, it could be a, a decision, whatever. If your patterns and your morals and your values are coming from a good, solid place, then you don't have to question your decisions as much. You could go with your gut instinct because your gut instinct is based off of something solid that's good. And that's your parachute. So even if that situation does go left, who did it go left by? The person who gave you the parachute? For my situation is God. You know, I might be in a situation where I might have to tell somebody something and set some boundaries, and it might be, in the terms or view of the humans, a bad situation. It may cost me some money, it may cost me a relationship, and everybody, but man, you went out bad, but my parachute is God. So I just try to walk with him and base myself on that so that when I make these decisions, I don't have to even second guess myself because I know that everything I've been doing that whole time has been centered around something that's ultimately good. If you're doing something that's based off of goodness and righteousness, and I mean, I don't care what your belief is or who you are, you know the difference between good and bad, man. You know, that little feeling you get, even if you're the most coldest person, that little shiver you get, that little stutter you get, like when you did something that maybe, you know, you could have done in a better way. If you try to practice doing things right, and, you know, that's one thing I take from the Bible, my devotional right now. You got to do what's right when nobody's looking so that when you face these decisions, you don't got to worry about what anybody else says because you know you're doing right by what you believe in. For me, it's God. For you guys, I hope it's something positive. All right? Then you got a parachute. Once you get solid foundation, man, you're going to really, really, really live life because you're going to be like, you know what? I don't got to really second guess this job because I came in on time every day. Yo, listen, don't do nothing crazy, y'all. If your job is all right and it's just something that's light, don't quit it. But, yo, I've been coming in here early on time, working late. I ain't cheat on my time cards. I'm actually trying and all that. I got to get up out of like, like, yo, don't, don't, don't go crazy with it. All right? Don't go crazy with it. I'm not going to get into that Nick Cannon story, but just like, bro, you got to be responsible. But, yo, when you base it off of something good and some good foundation, you know, you'll know when it's time for you to make that move. 
And at that point, if you're not able to make it, you're going to be bothered because you're going to know that not only you're not making it, you're going to know why you're not making it. And that's going to push you to make it. All right. Bonus point with an anchor at it. All right. Yo, thank you all for checking in with me. Medicine Ball with your boy LS3. Yo, follow me on all social media networks. Medicine Ball LS3 on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, I was just on a podcast and did uh some speaking. It was a music podcast with my man Trey Liddy, man. I'm gonna give y'all more information on that if you follow me on my social medias. Uh check my website, medicineballls3.com. You already know. Um, yo, I remember when I was little, when it would be like in time for an event to end or something like that. And I don't know who sung this song, but like me and my brother would start crying because my mom would start saying, the party's over. It's time to call it a day. I don't know. Yo, I appreciate y'all rocking with me. Go check my uh, social medias. Like, subscribe, and share. Until we meet again, keep your head up. Yo, push one more, one more step. I believe in you. If you're somebody who just needs some ups, yo, I believe in you. I don't know you, but I believe that whatever you're going through, that if you just try one more thing or take it from one more point of view, you got it, man. I yo, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Stay up till next week. Yeah, yeah. Thank you.